Hello, everyone. I'm Al Daldegan, creator and producer of the Leaders, Innovators, and Big Ideas podcast, supported by Rainforest Alberta. This podcast showcases the people who are working to improve Alberta's innovation ecosystem. This episode is hosted by Peter Baudouet. Peter manages strategy and partnerships for an innovative alliance of energy companies committed to reducing environmental impacts through collaborative R&D efforts. Peter worked for more than 20 years in Asia, building and investing in a variety of businesses. His most recent role outside of Canada was with the World Wildlife Fund, where he was the chief executive officer of WWF China, based in Beijing. Prior to that, Peter lived in Hong Kong for 15 years working in the technology industry. In this episode, Peter chats with Chris Doble. So let's not waste any time. Take it away, Peter. So thanks, Al. As mentioned, my name is Peter Bodway, and I'll be your host of today's Rainforest podcast. Today's guest is Chris Doble. Chris is a program manager of the Venture Mentoring Service of Alberta, or VMSA, an entrepreneur mentorship program that focuses on developing entrepreneurial leaders. So welcome, Chris. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for having me. So let's start off, you know, open questions. So what is VMSA and, and what problem are you looking to solve? Sure. Yeah. So the Venture Mentoring Service of Alberta, I mean, really simply, we're an entrepreneur mentorship program. Uh, so we support founders of scaling ventures by surrounding them with a team of business mentors. Uh, so the mentors are offering sort of ongoing coaching and guidance and support for these founders as they're building their companies. Um, we're based off of the venture mentoring service model that was founded at MIT about 20 years ago. Uh, so MIT came up with this great framework for a, a mentorship program, and, and we follow that. It's, it's built around this team mentorship piece, uh, and they license it out. So we're one of about 100 VMS programs around the world. Um, but yeah, what we really offer is this sort of team mentorship component where you get to sit around a table with three mentors uh, you know, that are all seasoned business professionals, business leaders, and, and sort of pick their brains and have them be kind of a sounding board. Um, I think, yeah, as far as the problem that we're really trying to solve, I think for a lot of mentorship programs, they'll really focus on helping support entrepreneurs by helping them with their businesses specifically and helping them with the growth of you know the tactics and getting into yeah, how to yeah. build better businesses. In VMSA, we really focus on how do we build better leaders? How do we build better founders? And so rather than getting into the, the weeds of the business, our mentors focus more on things like leadership capacity, strategic thinking, critical thinking, and how can we really build up the, the founder mindset in the individual um, with the hope being that then, you know, you build up a better founder, they're ultimately going to going to build a better business. Great. Um, yeah. So, so what like what type of organization or at, at its stage of development are you looking for? Because, again, you know, in Alberta and Calgary right now, we've got all these accelerators. We've got all these organizations that some great organizations being started. But what I guess at what stage of development are you looking for that individual and in that their company? Yeah. So for us, we're typically looking for companies that are at sort of what we call like the scale up stage. Okay. So you're at a point where um, you sort of validated that there's a market for what you're doing. You're, you know, you, you're past the point of ideation. You sort of proven out that, hey, there, there's a market here. Uh, and now you're looking to scale that up. Um, for us, you know, our website will suggest, you know, companies are, you know, they're in operation, typically earning revenue. We're usually looking for around that 200,000 in annual revenue. Um, we'll be a little bit flexible with that. 
there's certain industries like health technology or medical technology, some clean tech where the road to commercialization can be a little bit longer. So we'll have a little bit of flexibility, but ultimately what we're looking for is companies that are, you know, again, they validated the market and now they're looking to scale. Uh, and then we're an industry agnostic program. So the program itself was kind of born out of the tech scene in Calgary. Um, but we're, you know, we work with ventures from all different, from all different industries. We've got everything from food companies, there's retail, there's, you know, logistics companies, medical technology, clean tech. It's, it's all across the, all across the board. Um, and typically we're looking for companies that do have that sort of scalability or, or high growth potential. Um, we don't work as much with what we'd call like a lifestyle business, like a, like a mom and pop shop or a, or a consultant. We're looking for companies that have that potential technology to technology and scale. Yeah. Scale quickly. Yeah. Okay. So I know, cause you mentioned briefly, so you're, you're sort of, it's the courses modeled out of MIT, so yep. the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. So can you tell us a little bit about that, that linkage? So is this the exact same course? Is it, what, what, what are you offering, I guess, as, what is it? Yeah, yeah. So MIT, yeah, Massachusetts Institute of Technology, they came up with this framework for a mentorship program. And we really take kind of the program structure from them, um, which again is really built around this idea of team mentorship. So each entrepreneur that comes into the program gets matched with three mentors. We try to be mindful when we're putting these teams together that no two mentors come from the same background. Uh, so that as an entrepreneur, when you're sitting around the table with these three mentors, you're exposed to a breadth of skill set and perspective and expertise, which, you know, for an entrepreneur can be really valuable to have, you know, this breadth of, of opinion and idea and thought around the table. Um, the program is entirely a volunteer driven program on the part of the mentors. Um, so the mentors themselves, these are all people that have had, you know, very successful business careers, either as entrepreneurs themselves uh, who have built and, and grown and in a lot of cases exited successful companies, or it'll be people from more traditional industries, but kind of at that C-suite sort of senior leadership level. Um, but for a lot of them, it's an opportunity to give back. They want to help build sort of that next wave of business leader in the community. And, and what we find with this MIT model for them is that, you know, when you get these three business leaders with various backgrounds around a table together, there's just a lot of great shared learning that happens. They're learning a ton from each other. And then from a volunteer standpoint, it can be, you know, a really engaging program for them as well. Uh, so we just find there's just a lot of value in this model on both sides of the table. Uh, and yeah, we really pull that from this philosophy from, or this structure, I should say, from, well, from talk, MIT. I mean, I wanted to sort of break it down because there's whole, many interesting parts in this. So let's just start off with so VMSA, who are you working with as partners sort of in, in Calgary? Because obviously you're sourcing these organizations and, and leaders as they gr come out of various programs or they come to you. So who are you working with in, in Calgary? Yeah. So, I mean, we're funded through Alberta Innovates. We're a government funded program. Our funding flows through Platform Calgary. Okay. So we're, we're really closely connected um, with Platform. So we're one of the programs that Platform offers out of their uh, suite of, of programs and services. So we work really closely with Platform. Uh, it's, it's, you know, they're a great pipeline for us with, uh, ventures that come out of programs like the junction or, you know, the platform advisors are working with a lot of entrepreneurs in the community and, and they'll refer people to us when they sort of identify, you know, here's someone who's at a stage where they're, they're looking for this kind of mentorship help. Uh, and then, you know, we've just got good relationships with other groups around town that, that are working with entrepreneurs and can help us identify, Hey, here's someone in the, pro you know, someone in the community that we think could benefit. That, that. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's interesting. Cause when I look at some of the platform programs and the other programs that are out there, they all have internal coaches, leaders, entrepreneurs, and residents. So can you just 
what's the difference between, let's say you're at a platform program where you have an EAR, EIR, and now the VMSA service? Because it is different, right? Yep, it's different. Yeah, and so kind of going back to what I mentioned before, I think a big differentiator for us is this real focus on the founder rather than the business. We're more focused on the personal development and growth of the entrepreneur. And the way that we do that is with this, uh, a really strong coaching philosophy where our mentors aren't there to tell an entrepreneur what to do. They're not there to tell them, you know, you should do this, you should do that. Instead, we have a, a really strong philosophy around coaching. Um, we actually get that from a group based out of Victoria called the Roy Group who provide mentor coaching training for all of our mentors. But the experience is really focused around asking the right questions that are going to challenge an entrepreneur to maybe think differently about themselves and their business, maybe expose some things that they hadn't considered before. And ultimately, it's asking the right questions that drive an entrepreneur to come to their own conclusions and solve their own problems, rather than us sitting down and saying, in a more advisory sense, you should do this, you should do that, don't do this. We really try to stay, stay out of being directive. Uh, and it's more, again, about asking the right questions that are going to challenge right. them. So when you look at... Um you obviously have your partnered with these organizations, Platform and Co. to get these organizations in. Where can you talk a little bit about your mentors? Because you say they're, they're, they've exited or they've successful entrepreneurs in their own right or executives, uh, C-suite executives. Where do you source them? Because are you growing your team? How, how does that work, that process to become a mentor with BMSA? Yeah, so we are looking to grow. So we're always looking for people that are interested in, in spending their time and giving back in this way. Truthfully, a lot of our mentors come from referrals. Uh, just typically a lot of the, you know, the mentors in our program, they kind of understand the people that kind of are, are right for this type of relationship. We always sort of call it our, the mentor DNA. Yeah. Are you the type of person that, you know, is genuinely and altruistically interested in, in seeing the success in other people and, and you want to give some of your volunteer time, your free time to, to help, help seeing others sort of achieve their goals. So for us, that's really a big thing because of this sort of team based model. Um, it's really important that egos get checked at the door. You know, we're, we're not interested in people that are going to come in and just try to tell others, you know, the way it should be or, or the way they think it is. Uh, we're really looking for people that, you know, of course, bring a lot of leadership experience and, and expertise to the table, but also recognize that there's a lot of other valuable expertise and opinion around that table. Uh, you know, and your one voice, uh, you know, it's, there's a humility aspect, I guess, to, to the people that, that we're working with. Okay. So, I mean, and again, when I think of, you know, the mentor relationship, it's very important, right? Because not just in a business context, but whatever it is, you need to trust them. The person has to have compassion and have empathy. And you really need someone then who can also put you to task, right? So how do you, I mean, how do you train people up on that? What's the process to giving them the skills, these mentors, the skills to be able to coach, yep. right? So what yep. do you do? Yeah. And that's, I think that's a good point is that mentorship or this coaching skill, it really is that it's a skill. Like I don't think good coaching is something that necessarily comes natural to a lot of people. I think it's, you know, it's a, it's a skill like anything else. It takes practice. It takes work. Um, and we recognize that we put all of our mentors through a coaching training program for that exact reason that I think, you know, it helps to kind of have a, a starting point and a framework for how do you enter these coaching questions and you know, or coaching conversations and what are some tactics that you can use to have, uh, you know, effective coaching conversations and ask the right questions. Um, but you're absolutely right. That's, that's it for us is that, you know, our, our mentors are here to challenge. They're here to ask the tough questions that are really going to uncover the root causes of, of the problems or issues or challenges that these entrepreneurs are going through. And then of course, be there to, you know, build them back up. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, sometimes these conversations can get, they can get heavy. They can get challenging. They require a lot of openness on the part of the part of the entrepreneur and, and oftentimes, you know, some vulnerability to, to go to some challenging places. But that's, that's how we sort of view the role of mentor is someone that's going to, you know, take you to task a little bit. And, and it's, you know, it's not always, you know, roses and, and yeah, sunshine. Never- You're going to have some hard conversations. Yeah. So just in terms of, of full transparency for listeners, I actually took the Roy Group training as an interest and uh, found it so good that we've actually referred as part of my day job. We're referring some startups to go here. Let's you know, see if these uh, individuals are appropriate for becoming mentorees. So because we recognize, I mean, having, you know, you need a special type of person who wants to build at that type of leadership skill. Right. So can you tell me and again? For my own interest too, is is how how do you choose those leaders? What what are you looking for to to choose a leader to mentor to coach? Uh, in terms of being on the mentee side, then on, on the mentee the, side, yeah, yeah, yeah. So for our program, um, there's sort of two things that we look at. We look at sort of the stage of the venture itself, and then we look at the founder. Um, so just quickly, so for the on the venture side, like like I said, we're we're typically working with companies that are at that scale up stage that have validated their market and are now looking to scale. And sort of for us, because we take such a, a founder-focused approach to the to the mentorship relationship, um, you know, we're looking at helping people with the growth challenges, the personal challenges that come with scaling a company. Um, so for a lot of our entrepreneurs, they're looking at things like you know building out their teams. How do you establish culture in your organization? How do you define your leadership style uh, with your employees? A lot of them are raising capital. A lot of them are expanding into new markets. And then frankly, because, you know, entrepreneurship is sort of a, it's an all encompassing thing. A lot of the stuff that, that we, that we look at or a lot of the challenges we see are things like founder issues or, or work-life balance. You know, how do you manage a, a marriage or a relationship while also building a scaling company? So th- those are kind of what we're looking for um, with the ventures or entrepreneurs that we work with, or are you kind of going through those growth challenges but the most important thing to us is really the the individual themselves. And I know, you know, you hear the word coachability a lot. I think it's thrown around a lot. Uh, but for us, it really is everything. We're really looking for founders that are open to being challenged. They're open to to being asked tough questions. And and really, there's a, a you know, we're looking for that willingness to want to be open and be transparent and be vulnerable and um, we always joke, we call it opening the kimono, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and, and have people sort of pick apart and, and dig into what it is that you're doing and how you're doing it and, and want to put the work in to develop those. Yeah. Cause that's know. a hard thing to assess, right? As you know, you've met someone and you know, the leader comes in and says, I want to be a mentee. Yeah. So how do you do that? What's the process to get there? Or do you actually let them come in the program and go, goodness, him or her are not open to being mentee, to be a mentee. Yeah. Do you have to then ask them to not continue in the program or ask to change? Like, how does that work? How does that work? That's a great question. So for us, I mean, we put a lot of work in upfront to make sure that we're bringing the right people in because we're a volunteer program, you know, more than anything, we want to respect the time of our mentors. Um, A lot of them are busy people. And so we appreciate that they're putting their time, you know, to help us and help develop these founders. Um, So yeah, we want to make sure that they're working with people that, you know, are going to be the right fits for this program. So we do have a relatively thorough screening process um, there's just a few rounds of, you know, meeting with myself, meeting with our program director for an entrepreneur before you get in, you'll meet with a couple of mentors that will essentially oh, run so you through, through a mock one. Okay, coaching that's good. session. Yeah. That's yep. Good. And it's really an opportunity, you know, to, for some mentors to ask some tough questions for us. It's an opportunity to assess, you know, how did you respond to that? Like, does this seem like the type of person that does want to, to be challenged in that way and is open to this type, type of, of approach? 
Um, but equally as important, it's an opportunity for the founder, the entrepreneur as well to, you know, be the, yeah, do on the I receiving want to go through that some of those every, tough questions. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. And, and it's funny to see how some people, you know, some people are and some people aren't. And I think just because you're not, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I think there's a time and a place in an entrepreneur's development where coaching might be the right thing. There's a time when it's not. There's a time, like I said, where, you know, we focus on coaching there's a time when founders might need more of that advisory help, or they might be looking more for people that can get in and, and give them some, um, you know, more specific guidance or advice around their business. And that's just not what we do. So, you know, again, we're just, we're trying to screen for people that, you know, are at a place where, you know, their business is really taking off and, and they, they recognize that they need some help yeah. on this, on this leadership can you front. Tell me a little bit. So let's say there's a, a leader says, okay, I want to be a mentee. They approach you. So They've got in the program. So what does that program look like? Is it a three month, six month year? Do you meet every month or, you know, what yeah. does that look like? Yeah, What's yeah, the nuts and bolts? Yeah. Yeah. So the nuts and bolts of it. So the meetings are usually 90 minutes long. Um, what we suggest is no more than once a month, but at minimum once a quarter. So we want to avoid a scenario where teams are going months on end without meeting. Um, but I think there's a lot of value in meeting regularly. I think for a lot of entrepreneurs, they'll tell you that there's an accountability piece that comes with these regular check-ins. Uh, that keep that help them keep moving things forward. Um, so yeah, I'd say most teams in our program are on average probably meeting you know a ninety minute meeting every six to eight weeks. Um, and then one of the things that I really love about MIT's model for this program is that it's not cohort based, and there is no timeline for participation in the program. So once an entrepreneur is in, as long as they're getting value from it and you know meeting the minimum criteria, and as long as the mentors are still happy to work with them they're welcome to stay in the program as long as they like. Um, where I think the program has a lot of value is that as an entrepreneur and their venture grows, their needs change and their challenges change. And, and the nice thing about the team mentorship model is as they hit these different stages of growth, you can rotate different mentors on and off the team. Oh, so they will can, change. The mentors will change over yeah. time, perhaps. I guess. Yeah, yeah, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. And, and I guess that's a, that's a good point. Perhaps is the key word there. So we, we, our program's been around since late 2013. Um, we have had ventures and teams that have been in the program since its inception, where it's been the same mentorship team for the last six plus years. We've had other mentors that come into the program and, you know, they'll drop into a team for 12 months, 18 months, get to a point where they sort of feel like they've given everything they have to that team. And then they'll put their hand up and say, Hey, I want to go work on something else. And we'll, we'll rotate them around. And I think, again, there's a lot of value in, in that ability to rotate mentors. You can bring in different perspective. You can kind of keep things fresh. Or like I said, as a venture hits different growth stages, maybe they need some different perspective or, you know, some different expertise on their team and, and we can, you know, rotate people around and, and, uh, and provide that, but still sort of keep some cohesion as a team. So. It's yeah. a strong, so it's a very flexible model. is what I'm hearing. Super it seems flexible. very flexible, yeah, super flexible. Yeah. And I think for, for the mentors too, again, it kind of keeps it engaging because you're, you're not necessarily beholden to one company for their duration of the time in the program that there's some, some flexibility for them to move around. So, so if you're a mentor, cause obviously the, the mentee is being coached by three mentors. So if you're a mentor, so you are doing the coaching, I mean, are you just mentoring the one organization or how does that work? Or are they covering a few companies? What yeah. does their role look like? Yeah. Yeah, we usually ask our mentors uh, to take on more than one. I think there's a lot of value for them in just being able to see a variety of challenges. And, you know, a lot of the mentors, you know, it's different mentorship teams. So it's an opportunity to work with some different people. Uh, there's a really nice networking component to that. Just, you know, getting to meet other people around town. I think, too, um, 
again, because we're working with such a breadth of industries and types of companies and types of people and every person's different, no two teams are the same. And even with the mentors as well, everyone's mentorship style or coaching style is a little bit different. And so every team is so unique. So for our mentors, I think there's value in in seeing different things and seeing different challenges and being exposed to that. So I would say most of the mentors in our program take on two or three teams. Um, new mentors in the program will usually get them started on one just to see how they like the experience. But uh, you know, if they if they take to it, then yeah, we usually like to get them on, so on more. Let's than talk one. about scaling. I mean, where are you guys at? You said you've been in existence or in Alberta from since 2013. Yeah. Right. So how many mentors do you have and and startups are you guys coaching? Yeah. So as of today, we have 35 mentors in the program and we have 24 companies. And then, yeah, I, I joined the program as a program manager back in January. And it's kind of my goal right now is to grow the program. So we're wanting to bring this out to more entrepreneurs. We want to train up and, and get more mentors into the mix. So yeah, I'm kind of on a mission to grow it right now. I've, I'm sort of, you know, I've drank the Kool-Aid and I've, I've seen the impact that this program can have. And I, I really believe in the model. I believe in the coaching philosophy. I think it's a really nice complementary program to a lot of other programs and services in the community, just in the way that, that we approach things. And so yeah, the more people that we can, we can bring this, bring this to the better. So yeah, we're looking for, for new companies and new mentors. So, so let's just talk the, the Roy group training, which is the actual venture yeah. coaching course. So how long, well, just tell me a little bit about that. Cause that's, yeah. and to be honest, like I say, I took this course, I find it's a great course. It's great learning, but could you sort of give us an introduction of what yeah, that is? Yeah, to the Roy group. They are an incredible organization. Uh, Ian Chisholm is sort of the, one of the co-founders of that. And, and he's the one that works closely with, with us. And he started this, this organization that really focuses on leadership development. And uh, they offer a lot of one-on-one -on -one coaching to, to leaders around the world. Uh, but they also put on these, these training programs, these leadership development courses, um, you know, across the country, around the world. And they're fantastic. And just their approach and uh, the way that they have an ability to just disarm people and, and the way that they, you know, I, what I really love is the way that they can sort of bring the philosophy around what good mentorship looks like, what it means to be a mentor, the value that that title really carries, and then complement that in a course with, like I said, some, some real tactics and some more hands-on approaches for how do you enter coaching conversation. I just think they do a fantastic job. So we've been working with them for a number of years now. So they're your provider of, of, of coaching, of, That's of the it, training. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So we'll bring them in. They're based out of Victoria. We'll bring them in a couple of times a year and, and run a bunch of people through, through this. And they have um, a, a great three-day program called the Leaders Discipline uh, that, that takes more of a well-rounded sort of look at, at uh, leadership and, and what that means. And then in that, there's a real focus on what it means to be a mentor and a coaching component. So for us, they've sort of pulled out like a it used to be pre-COVID kind of a one-day condensed version of, of what it means to be a, a mentor and a coach. And we'll put all of our people through that. Um, Peter, the, the session you joined, you know, it was our first time running that in COVID. We did it virtually. And it was virtual. Um, it was great. I thought it was good. Spread yeah. it out over a few yeah. days, but, yeah. you know, the value is still there. I think it's, you know, excellent teaching that they provide. And yeah, we're really happy to work with them. I just think, again, sort of it, I think it sets the bar for what what it means to be a mentor and what good mentorship should look like. So I just took the course out of interest because we do work with a lot of startups. So we, as part of my day job, so I had I'd taken the course, but there was a lot of people on the call who want to become VMSA mentors, if I'm not mistaken. Is that sort of yeah. something? So if, if someone wants to become a VMSA mentor, what's their, because they need the coaching, they need to just engage you guys to go, how does this, so if you're a mentor, you want to be one, what should they do? Yeah. I mean, really simply, uh, just get in touch with me. It always starts with a conversation with myself and I'm happy to talk to anyone. So maybe we could leave my 
my name and email at the, sure, well, at we the can end. Include it in the, yeah, that would be the great. So it always details. starts, yeah, with a conversation with myself. And then, yeah, I mean, that the course that you take, like we like to run everyone through that. Certainly the mentors that we decide, you know, they, they'd be great fits for our program. They all go through that. Um, we'll also invite members of the community. If there's people that are kind of interested in what we're doing and, and we think there's potential that, that, you know, they may be good fits down the road, but we just want to, you know, th- they're curious to learn a little bit more before they commit. Uh, then we'll bring them into the, into the course as well. And then typically if we have seats left over, we love to invite members of the community, particularly. That's where I got in. That's where I, there was an extra seat, right? Yeah, so, that's yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, again, it's, I think it's just, it's, I just think it's such a, 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 a great way of looking at what mentorship, I don't want to say what it should be. It's just, it's the way that, that the Roy group defines it. I just, I think that's such a great way of defining what that word means. And, and again, you know, the, the tactics around how you coach and, and what those, what that, those conversations look like. Like, I just think that's a great skill set for the community to have. And so particularly for people around the community, if they're working with entrepreneurs or if they're working in more of those mentor coaching capacities, um, we love to offer that out because I feel like the more broadly we can spread that message of this is what it looks like, I think the better it is. And, and I just think it can raise the bar for good mentorship across the city. Great. So, I mean, you have 35, you said 35 mentors now. How many more do you want to grow? Like, what, what are you talking about in growth over the next few years? Yeah. So now you're, you're asking me to, to actually put myself on the record with this, but <laughs> as a program, so we spent a little bit of time a few months ago, sort of establishing our, our three-year strategic plan. Um, I'm essentially trying to triple the program, triple the size of the program in the next three years. Oddish, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the the way the numbers work out, I, I you know, I'd love to get from where we started this year. I'd love to get close to fifty ventures over the next, you know, by well, the so end. You of, count by ventures, not mentors. I, I Is count that? more by ventures, okay, okay, just the way sure. you know, depending on the you know the number of teams that mentors are able to take on. It's you know, capacity numbers fluctuate, but um, I kind of look at it in terms of you know, I'd like to get to fifty ventures in the next, you know, two and a half years. And then, uh, and then we'll recruit mentors based on how many we need just to, to serve that many entrepreneurs. That's kind of yeah, what I'm looking at. Well, it's interesting. Cause I, I talked with David Chavez from platform a few weeks ago and it, it was, we talked about the number of, you know, new startups that we have to, to, you know, to get to our 1000 target startups by 2031, yeah. we almost got to be yeah. starting in the upwards of 3000 new entrepreneurs a year, like with companies. And, and so, yeah. You know, this service is definitely needed, right? Is is definitely needed. So yeah, we kind of when you talk about sort of that that butterfly project or the thousand startup, you know, whatever the the name for that sort of vision is, I think we sort of see ourselves a little bit further along in that funnel in the sense that we're trying to take ventures from you know once they're in that pipeline, we're trying to take them and we're trying to move them up the chain. So let's take these junior tech companies, junior companies, and turn them into senior companies, and we can keep moving people up. That's kind of where we see our our role is let's develop this this expertise and um, you know again I think that's you know the, the nice thing about that MIT model and that focus on the founder if there's an analogy that we always like to use in the program and that's that we don't build the race car we train the race car driver with the thinking being that for us we're less concerned with the success of the ventures itself we want to see that success be built up in the founder so that, you know, of course we want success to come to these companies that they're working on, but if, if ultimately they're not successful or they fold or they have to pivot, you've built up skill sets in these founders that they can then take with them to their next venture. And maybe this venture isn't a winner. Maybe it's the second or the third or the fourth, but the idea is you build up kind of this leadership capacity, this entrepreneurial thinking in the community, and hopefully it stays in the community. Uh, you know, and, and once we're bringing people into this thousand startup 
you know, vision, they, they stay in it and they keep working towards it. So, no, that's great. No. And I, I definitely think it's this, you know, when I, when I look at the, the accelerators now, they have the EIRs and they have, you know, and then once they yeah. graduate, there is technical support available. Hey, I want to, want to protect my IP. How do I do this? I want to do X and Y. I want to find some VC yeah. money. There, there's, there is support for that, but not in terms of developing yeah. those leaders as leaders or those, you know, those company CEs uh, as leaders. So this is, I feel definitely needed, but a question I just wait, how do, how do you measure success though for the leaders? Cause that's, yeah. that's a hard, that's yeah, a hard that's thing. a really tough one. And that truthfully, that's one that, uh, that we talk about as a program all the time, because really our ultimate measure of success is the satisfaction of the people participating and the growth and development of an individual. And that's a really hard thing yeah. to put a number on. So, you know, because we don't focus on the business as much as we focus on the person, it doesn't really feel right to be measuring on things like revenue yeah, and employee that. numbers. Yeah, that's no, true. because, that's you know, because we're not advisory. So, you know, ultimately our goal isn't to, isn't to be driving these companies. It's to be helping the entrepreneurs drive the company. So, you know, I feel like we, you know, we certainly can't take credit for the companies specifically that, that these entrepreneurs are building. So it's a tough one. So really what we're looking at is how can we better benchmark and measure the progress of an individual, the development of an individual uh, as they grow. And so it's, it's a tougher one to say. I mean, absolutely. Our metrics really, yeah, we're looking at satisfaction. We're looking at development. We're looking at growth. But yeah, it's a tougher one because no, it's more focused on the person. I mean, just having companies survive and grow, you know, if they grow two times versus five times, even growing is a success considering sure. how many companies don't succeed. So yeah. it, it, it is a hard metric. Well, it was I a hard, tough question. Yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, we, we struggle with it all the time. It's just sort of how, like, like you said, what metric do you use then to measure success? I mean, I think a really good example for us is that, you know, we want to see success in these businesses, but again, we are more focused on the individual. And if our mentors can help an entrepreneur realize that, hey, maybe this isn't for them. Maybe entrepreneurship isn't for them. Maybe they're not cut out to be the founder of a scaling company, but maybe the mentors, you know, they help them come to that conclusion. Maybe they've just saved them years of financial strain and stress. And, and if ultimately that person decides it's not for them and they go do something else, like we would consider that a win as a program. Because those skills stay with them. Those that's right. They'll still them. take it with, with them to the next endeavor. Um, maybe entrepreneurship's not for them. But, you know, again, if you can sort of build that up and, and help them come to that conclusion, it's a win on, on our end. Uh, yeah, it's a tougher one to to measure. That's sure. great. So if so, you just ran the uh, your VMSA training, your mentor training was just yeah. two three weeks ago, I guess. So when is the next one? When are you planning? Yeah. So the training we typically offer that a couple times a year. Um, we're trying to figure out ways that we can bring it in more frequently because I you know we'd love to do it more often. Um, but the program itself is just a rolling intake. So, you know, we'll, we'll run our mentors through the training when sort of the cycle comes around and we can get them in. Uh, but in terms of how the program operates, uh, it's just sort of a rolling intake. So there's oh, really no, for the entrepreneurs. for entrepreneurs, for mentors, there's really no, uh, yeah. And there's no application deadlines. There's no cohorts. It, it really is just rolling. So whenever we, whenever we just find people that we when, think whenever you get enough, then you run the course. Yeah, that's is exactly that it? it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we, we typically try to aim to do one in the spring, one in the fall and we'll, uh, you know, we'll bring mentors in. And then just whenever the next time lines up to get them in the training, then we'll put them through that. Great. But, uh, but yeah, but we're always looking for people. And when we find the right people, we'll, yeah, we'll bring them in and, and get them rolling. Well, like I said, it was a great course and I think it's very well worth taking, even learning how to be a better mentor, even if you don't want to be a mentor within the VMSA network. I think it was great. But I guess is, so now if, if someone out there wants to be a mentor or learn more, what should they do? Right. So let's, yeah. Yeah. Contact me, contact me. That's usually the easiest way is just let's sit down and we'll have a conversation and, and I'm happy to talk more about how it is, 
how it is we operate. I can get into more specifics of how the program works. And, and that's for mentors and leaders. Mentors leaders and, or, yeah, or mentors and entrepreneurs. Yeah, yeah, if you're interested, by all means. It, typically, it always starts with a, with a conversation with myself. And, and uh, yeah, yeah, happy to answer questions, happy to talk. And, and yeah, hopefully we can find some more people. Okay. Well, thanks so much for your time, Chris. Thanks yeah, for coming out Yeah, I appreciate out it, Peter. Thanks for having me. Venturing into the recording. So thanks very much. Yeah, no, it's yeah. great. I appreciate it. So for listeners, thanks very much. Thanks for listening and uh, look forward to talking again soon. If you haven't already, visit rainforestab.ca and sign the Rainforest Social Contract. Become part of the inclusive, silo-busting, sector-agnostic, all-industry, open-sourced, ego-shrinking, ecosystem-building, entrepreneur-focused, wide-open, social barrier-smashing community known as Rainforest Alberta. This episode is brought to you by Community Now Magazine. Engage, inspire, educate together. Music for the show was created by Tony Deldegan. Please be sure to share this episode with everyone you know. Also, don't forget to come by and say hi at the next Rainforest event. Let us know what you think of this podcast. If you're interested in being either a host, sponsor, or a guest of the show, send me an email at rainforestpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>